Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to today's Irish Tech News Podcast. Today I'm talking with Crystal Robbins-Reen, Head of Product and Marketing at HR Locker. How are you doing, are you doing Crystal? Great, thank you, Ronan. Good, now tell us what HR Locker actually does. So HR Locker is a cloud-based online people management and HR platform. Uh, We're specifically designed for progressive tech, professional services, construction, and not-for-profit companies. So over the last few years, I suppose we found that a lot of small to medium-sized companies um, were restricted from getting a HR platform because either it was just too expensive or the rollout was too costly. Um, So that's basically what HR Locker has tried to provide for companies is an affordable solution that helps them automate their people management. So things like timesheets or holiday or absence management or even your recruitment, the entire life cycle span of your employee. And how did it start? So HR Locker, we actually started as a HR consultancy and we were looking for a platform to manage our customers. So we were looking for something, um, so specifically we dealt with small to medium-sized companies and who were growing quite fast. So we wanted to be able to put in a um, a HR platform to manage small things like timesheets, their holidays, even just digital signatories on their policies and procedures. Um, and we couldn't find a solution that was um, able to grow with a small company and that a small company could afford. So that's really, that's, that, that's what kind of drove us down that route. We did no longer do any HR consultancy, and now we are um, we're 100% a HR software company. Um, obviously, since the product um, began, we've changed it a lot, um, but specifically still around kind of growing with that small to medium-sized company um, and adapting, adapting to the way the workforce is going in regards to remote working or yeah. dual working and being able to grow with the company that way. And I guess as you're cloud-based, that means you can mix any, anywhere in the world or anywhere without being in an office. So it means basically that that's your main USP now in this COVID-19 world. Absolutely. I mean, look, one of the things is that we can service any office, any person, no matter where they're based in the world. Um, And, you know, there isn't any kind of um, anything you need to install or download or anything like that. It's cloud-based, so you just log in and you have access to um, all your company records. Um, If you're recruiting, you can do all your recruiting online. Um, And then as well as for... um, an individual employee, obviously COVID-19 has forced people to embrace remote working <laughs> for yeah. a lot of people who weren't remote working before. And so what we what we do is you enable your workforce to work from home. So you enable people to record their hours, see who's on, see who's actually in, um, who's working today, and be able to still access all your policies and procedures, still do your training. So you're still able to basically manage your workforce no matter where they are. And I guess right now in this kind of world, it's more important to do that. So your staff are reassured that they're still going to get paid and still locking, uh, locking in and locking off. So in years ago, when you had the uh, t- clock on, clock off, you could do it now virtually as well. Exactly. I mean, the, the, the main thing is, is that you shouldn't, it, it shouldn't matter where the person is working. So if somebody actually wants to work in the office that's fine. You can, they can still do their timesheets and still access all their information. But if people are going to be working from home or on site or in a different part of the world, um, they should still have the same setup. So they shouldn't feel any different or you should still be able to track their time and track the, the hours, track what projects they're doing. Um, and that's basically what HR Locker um, does with companies is that it enables you to manage all your workforce the same way, regardless of if they're in the office. Yeah, I guess because remote working is now going to be, going to be the becoming more of the norm. This is going to be another part that's going to help that happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that. Um, so we recently actually, uh, when we did a survey, um, where we asked people, okay, so going back uh, when things somewhat go back to normal, whatever the normal may be like, um, people who weren't remote working before, will they continue to do some form of remote working going forward? And that's, I think we, it was around 67% of people said that they never worked remotely before, 
But going forward, um, they will want to do some form of remote working. So whether that's maybe two days a week um, in the office and three days at home or some kind of dual working arrangement. But I do think that remote working has been embraced by a lot of people. I think a lot of companies thought that remote working wasn't for them and they were kind of forced into this scenario of remote working and so they didn't really have an option. And I think a lot of people have been really pleasantly surprised with it um, and that, that they, I think it's going to be here to stay. Yeah, a year and a half ago, I interviewed a German guy who does tech support remotely. And yeah. at the time, one of his biggest clients was in, in Las Vegas. And he was driving around South America in a Land Rover. And when they wanted help, wanted to, when he was doing a job, he'd actually talk to them, connect via a satellite and do his work anywhere. And he could be Argentina or Chile, driving around doing his work. He said, that's the future. And at the time, I thought to myself, I can't see it happening. But now with COVID-19... What he's doing now, I'm thinking, that guy was a genius. He's prepared for this. He had his Land Rover that could go around and do things. And when I interviewed him, he was at a time living in his house, which is on top of a mountain or a hill in Croatia. He says, I'm living in the middle of nowhere. And my clients are, could be in America, could be in France, Germany. But just remotely, it's great. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the key is that, um, you know, with if you've got good broadband, so you've got your Wi-Fi, so long as, I think the key with remote working is that you treat it like you're going to the office. Yeah. So, you know, you're, you're still, you know, you're not in your pajamas sitting in your bed all day long. You need to get up and go to your, you know, work from nine to five or yeah. whatever hour you're going to be working. So actually treat it like a work day. I think a lot of companies get a lot of productivity out of it. Um, but I, I, I definitely think that it's, um, people probably were a little bit afraid about it at the beginning. Um, but I think it is here. To stay. I would also say that at the moment, it's not normal remote working because yeah. a lot of people have little children running around the place and all that kind of stuff. So that's it, and we're we're forced into it. Um, but I think once you know schools go back and you're kind of getting more of a routine in place for that kind of thing, I really do think a lot of people will will embrace the the dual the dual working pattern. I'm thinking long term you'll save money because you're not traveling to from work. I know somebody was telling me last week or last month that uh, someone that they were working with, they uh, they were they were offered a a, a, a job uh, last year where they could work from home remotely, and they first said no, and then the friend said, "Well, look, how much do you spend a, 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 a year traveling to from work, and from that eating out in in places near where you're working." So, 12 grand a year and uh, how much money is this new job paying you oh it's paying me uh, 11 uh, but roughly 12 grand less than I'm getting now because, yeah. yes but think what you're saving that money that that, that 12 grand that you're saving uh, you're not getting that money would, that has been spent on other things you don't need to have you can you can support the economy remotely and also when you get up in the morning you can have a long line in bed have a shower and, everything else, and uh, you don't have to worry about the long commute you don't have to worry about anything else, and just isn't that more more important? Just yeah. So she, I think that's the truth. It's your mental health as well. We're yeah. so busy, you know. We're so busy racing to work and racing to meetings, and a lot of those meetings, you kind of wonder, well, do we have to be doing them face to face, or can we be doing them over Teams or Zoom or or whatever? Um, so I, I think it's. I, I definitely think a remote lifestyle, remote working lifestyle, doesn't stop productivity, but I think it's good for your mental health. Yeah. Um, I would. I would say that the only thing that I do um, miss at the moment for spending my money is uh, is getting my coffee every day. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll go back to that. <laughs> yeah, I can remember about ten years ago. I was I was chatting with a guy who was based in Avon, and at that time broadband wasn't what it is now, and uh, he was complaining to his local TD basically about that I haven't got the broadband I need from to do my business and my work, and his TD told him. Oh, well, here's what you do. Go and get a coffee or a lunch at McDonald's. There's free Wi-Fi there, and you'll be grand. Exactly. <laughs> That's changed now. Like, imagine that right now we're getting more brand. And also, the national broadband plan, I guarantee you, when that comes in, no one's going to care about the cost anymore because of, of remote working is going to be part of the norm. We won't care anymore about that. Exactly. And I, and I think that's it. It's, it's that... We, we've taken a huge step forward in embracing remote working um, with with the pandemic. And I think that if the pandemic hadn't hit, 
you know, we wouldn't have made this kind of step forward. We've, we've made two or three years progress in terms of embracing remote yeah. working because it's just forced people to remote work. And I mean, definitely, I'd say the first week for me, um, I had three small kids at home, so it was difficult to find focus and I was kind of all over the place in terms of actually sitting down yeah. and working. And I felt like I was working all day long rather than, you know, j- just kind of getting work done. So I definitely think if you're remote working or working from home, either way, um, you have to treat it like a job, a normal working, going to the office job. Do you have your area for remote work? You you have your office area, you know, you're clocking in at nine o'clock or whatever it is, and that's your normal work day. You're not taking a hundred breaks. It's, you're just, it's a, that's, so I think people have, I think productivity hasn't gone down for a lot of companies, you know, so. And I think that's that's the ultimate measure. Yes, me, Crystal. It's always technology. Like when I get up in the morning, I can get up in the morning and look at my phone and see my emails, and I can determine what to respond to. And if I know it's going to be a quiet day, like I know it's going to be quiet enough, it means okay, fine. I can relax a bit more and then go and have a shower. I don't have to worry about something I have to do now. I can do that. Okay. I mean, for example, yesterday I was supposed I do but number two for a podcast a week, and I had some lined up but I didn't know what, what, when they were going to happen. And yesterday I got, oh, you want to come in, can you do podcasts this week? And I had four arranged for, for all this week. Yesterday all came through. So yesterday from about between about 10 o'clock and 5, 4 o'clock, I was coming back and forth arranging times and dates for interviews when I can do them. And they're all done now. That's, that's great. I could have another day where that won't happen. So I can just sit there and, and uh, take, kind of take a half day and do things. But these things happen. It's great when you've got technology now where 20 years ago you couldn't do that. Exactly. And that's the thing is that I would definitely say for us as a company, so day one of lockdown or whatever you want to call it, we didn't really have to change anything that we were doing because we use Microsoft Teams. You know, we, we have everything online. We have our SharePoint set up. So so we were very used to remote working. Yeah, That was very normal for us. Whereas I do think that companies who never remote had any kind of remote working before, that was a bit of a shock for people that they had to figure out how to do things all of a sudden. because But technology, you know, if you want to remote work, you've got to embrace technology. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the key. But the worst thing is if you're working in a company and, and you're used to basically using a, using a, a desktop, yeah. and suddenly you're working from home, the idea is how do you how do you do that? Do you, if you've got a computer at home that family uses, you can't use that. So you have to have your, your company has to send you a computer that you can use remotely that's safe and secure. And some companies weren't prepared for that. They weren't prepared for the for the cost of doing this. Yeah, and I think I think that's that's a really relevant um, point, Ron. It's a good because, say for us, I can talk about how easy remote working for us was as a company because everybody had their own laptops. Everybody yeah. was set up for remote working. We all went through our VPNs and all that great stuff, security wise. That I just turned my laptop on and and I we're all secure. It was for those companies who weren't prepared for it. They got the biggest shock. And was the biggest expense to them because the worst, they didn't have yeah. it. I've actually got me to actually, I've got VPN software in the business. And they said, yeah. this is great. We can, we can do this now. But they then suddenly realize the VPN software they're using is a basic package. Yeah. And to have all their staff using it, you're going to pay X amount of money. And they're not prepared for this. And they're sitting thinking, what? I've got to pay X for this? Well, didn't before. It goes, yes, but before your staff will be using the VPN if they say they're uh, they're on a business trip and they'd log in an hour a day, check emails or something like that, but now they're working from home and they've got to check them more uh, more frequently. You got to get this package. They're going, but I can't afford it. I haven't got this. Well, that's what they got. You say, oh, you get somebody who's an older person in the company who's never like, really embraced technology that much. He's got a computer in the office. That's it. And suddenly he's yes, he to do something he hasn't done before in his life. Learn to live at home with, with a computer, a laptop, which doesn't like doing. Yeah. And you're telling this guy, he's probably in his 50s or 60s, this is what you've got to do now. How do you go about doing this? Yeah, and I think that that, you have to embrace everybody. And I I know that's easy for people to say, it's easy for me to say that, okay, I've got some people who I know, they want to get, mighty. they want to get a call every morning and they want to get a check-in to see how they're doing. And that's important for them. Yeah. I've other people who, they don't want to talk to me, maybe once a week, yeah. <laughs> they want to check in with. Um, but then for those people who are challenged with kind of technology or even broadband setup or anything like that, 
I do think it's up to the company to make sure that they have the easiest setup. And that is unfortunately going to be a cost for a company. Yeah. And I think for companies right now, they're not seeing the benefit of it because they probably have an office space that they're paying for. Yeah. Um, I, I do think in the next 12 to 18 months, we're going to see a drop in, in um, offices in terms of that companies will say, we, we might not need half the space that we have because yeah. half, the, half our employees will be working from home. So they'll see, so companies will see a cost benefit from that perspective. And obviously cost is, you know, it's one of them, it's hugely important for companies. That's a, a huge driver. Mm-hmm. But I also think what you mentioned before, Ronan, in terms of mental health and um, and productivity, that's also massively important for people. So if you're getting that more productivity, you're actually your your employees are happier. That's also something to really, really, um, it's a huge benefit and something to really to measure and to cast out as well. Um, but I, I I I do take your point on it's a, it's. If you do have an older demographic, it's very difficult to get them online, yeah. and you're going to have to pay extra attention to that. You would to also, try and yeah, that. I also look at a company. I say, look, the short-term mm-hmm. pain is a cost you're going to pay to get this up money, but long-term gain is it'll save money in the long term. Exactly. Think, think five I mean, years. Yeah, you know, you're going to. Yes, certainly, it, it is a pain to begin with, but long-term, that person's going to know how to work from home, and yeah. long-term, that person is is going to, um, you know have their laptop for the next four or five years or whatever it is they're going to have that and and I, I do even if you're talking about new normal I'm sick of that word now for social distancing and opening the office and things like that we're not going to go back to normal for months you know so companies are not going to open up um go back to normal. offices are not going to yeah. go back to normal so I, I think for the for I think companies just have to embrace it yes, there is the, just no plan B like the RTE <laughs> show called normal, normal people well, we want people again. Or is that going to be there? That show came in at the right time. That name is what we're describing now. Will we ever become normal people again? Or what's going to be normal? That's I think that the you know, and I, I really think it's so overused is the term new normal. Yeah, new normal is going to be remote working, dual working. I think personally for myself. I don't think I'd like to be 100% remote working because I like that social aspect. So I like to go into the office a couple of days a week yeah. only for myself. But then I know a lot of people that, you know, if I'm traveling to work and it's taking me an hour and a half to drive to work every day, maybe I do want to remote work because I'm getting more done. Yeah. Well, or enemy. Yeah, for me, I miss going to events and meeting people, networking. And, and that's yeah. one thing I miss more. I think like, you know, I'm not too bothered about going somewhere and there's a free bar. <laughs> my, I'm all, I'm all worried about meeting, networking, meeting people, and, and asking someone, meeting someone there, and saying, "I want to get you in a podcast. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to get to know know you better and tell you the story." That's what I miss doing. I miss networking, and from that, getting new clients and other things as well. But other things, you know, I'm much too I'm much too bothered about going somewhere and there's a free bar and free food. That to me doesn't bother me that much. It's missing the people daily and seeing them. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, obviously, look, everybody's embraced Zoom and they've embraced Microsoft Teams and whatever else people are using. But it's not the same. I just think we're very social people, especially as Irish people. We like to go out and meet people from a networking perspective. We love to have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee with somebody. And that's how you really get to know people. Um, so for me as well, I, I do miss the the social networking aspect of it. Yeah, I'm right now thinking to myself, what does a real, real woman look like? Because I've been it for so long. You see my sister now and again coming in with supplies, and that's about it. And uh, I'm watching what's on TV and, and all that. That's not reality. You're thinking, well, what is a real person That's our like? new reality. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. It does depend on what time of the morning, whether I turn the camera on or not, whether yeah. I have had my makeup on or not. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm, getting that. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm, I guess people are, are thinking that as well. I'm thinking mental health issues, how are we going to cope with new normal and uh, Normally, you might have a staff meeting or meeting once a week on, on, on a, either Monday morning or Friday evening before you close the work. How is that going to be done now? Is it going to be done remotely? How do you do that? What's going to happen? It's going to be... Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, what we do at the moment is, so for our company, so we have a Monday morning meeting um, with the whole company mm-hmm. and everybody gets um, two minutes to talk about what their plans are for the week and do they have any obstacles? So do they need any help, basically? Yeah. And that's the key is do they need any help? And then for my team, um, so I we have a, a daily call in regards to I have a call with them at half nine to go through yeah. what are your plans for the and no more than two minutes because I don't want to be on the phone for an hour in the morning time. Yeah. So 
no more than two minutes and really going through what obstacles do you have and how can I help you? And yeah. that, I think, is definitely from a management role, I have found that managing a remote team, there is a difference to it because you have to make sure that, that you're constantly checking in to see how's everything going? Do you need any help? Is there yeah. something that I can give you? Is there something that's blocking you? Because if you were in the office, you'd kind of probably maybe bump into them having a cup of tea or bump into them getting a glass of water and you'd be able to have that yeah. that conversation. So I think as a remote team, the, and I you know it's so overused, the communication is so important that you actually are communicating with your people and that you haven't just forgotten they exist and check in once a month, you know? Yeah. That's important. I remember Steve Jobs used to say that the best moments were ever made was over the water cooler. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking right now, those kind of moments where you work at the coffee coffee station, you're missing that. So it's good yeah. to be able to go and check in. You said virtually online and, and chat them and say, how are you doing? How are you coping? How is it, how is it going? And if you need any help, we're here for you. But you, you need that reassurance as well. You have to. And I, I really think one of the things actually we have done as a company for our timesheets is we have water cooler time. Yeah. And because, you know, you, you can't. I don't want people to um, to account for every single minute that they've done. Yeah. And that water cooler time is really important because it could be a chat that I've had with somebody else and we've come up with a really great idea or we've come up with a great solution to something. Um, and so that kind of free chat, definitely more problematic when you're remote. But I just think as if you're managing a remote team, it's just important that you're reaching out to people and not doing it in, you know, solely focusing on your daily work tasks, you need to be able to, um, you know, just chat to people like you would normally. If you're having a cup of tea, sometimes we would have kind of a virtual cup of coffee with somebody. Um, but it definitely, definitely is something that you have to do on purpose. You have to, you have to plan for it and actually put it in and be aware that it's something that you need to embrace. Yeah, and, and also make sure that when you have these virtual coffee times, you try and not talk about work as such, but about what's going on in life, tell jokes, anything to get away from reality. Yeah, and we have we have a, on a Thursday night we have a, kind of a cocktail hour, um, and uh, one of the things we try to do is um, nobody talks about work. Yeah, um, and it's only an hour, you know. Um, people are busy and they have things going on, so we don't want to take too much time from people. But it's really just um, it's just a way to check in that people are okay. I mean, with de- specifically with COVID nineteen. People are at home. You don't know what situation they are at home in. Yeah. They could be really suffering from um, either isolation, mental health issues, whatever it is. So, um, so it is important that you are checking in, making sure that they're okay, and not just solely focusing on work all the time. Yeah, because I know that for, for me, I'm lucky that I, I get, when I when I'm zone out and I've got work to do, I try and get my work done. So I think, okay, for the next two hours, I'm not going to, I'm going to watch something on TV for an hour or box out something, binge on that. Then get back into your mold work. So I'll make sure I get a bit of me time as well. You need that as well. You have to. You, yeah. you just, you have to. And like, I'm lucky. I have a great relationship with the guys on my team and we'll have a chat and, you know, talk about, you know, personal things. Um, but I think that that kind of relationship is important um, from a remote perspective. And as well, you know what? I actually think the key with remote working is um, it was in the first week that I was working from home, I think I worked till nine or 10 o'clock every single day because I was just so disorganized. I felt like the computer was open all the time. Yeah. I wasn't getting outside. I had about 25 cups of coffee and I was just all over the place. So I think that for me, you have to take your hour to yeah. go for a walk, do something, <laughs> something that isn't staring at your computer. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me, it'd be the case of, I'd be looking at my phone in the morning and, and uh, beyond that phone, I, I could think, is there anything that I can respond to via the phone without going to my laptop? So I might respond yeah. via my phone now and then I figure, okay, that means for the next four hours I won't go near my laptop. Unless an important email comes in, it's urgent, I can open it. The moment it's not open, it isn't opened, it means I can relax yeah. and that's it. The moment it opens, I know that I'm in work mode. Exactly. And so that's, that's why I tried to get a bit stricter that, you know, that, that I have the office, I have my laptop in the office, and that's where I work. Yeah. I don't bring the laptop downstairs. I don't, you know, have, have because otherwise you, you just don't turn your, turn your brain off. And I think we just have, we have a lot going on at the moment. Everybody does. So I think that kind of protecting your own mental health yeah. and being aware of it is, is really important. Yeah, yeah. And also I find times that when you're working it from home, if you try and have a scenario where try not to use too much business tools at times if you can, and that way you don't feel like it's work and there's stress involved. 
Yeah, and you know what? Actually, I um, I have an Apple Watch that that um, I've turned off my email notifications on it because I kind of found that at nine or ten o'clock, I was my laptop wasn't open and my phone wasn't beside me, but I was checking my watch yeah. <laughs> for emails. So, so you kind of have to balance it. Don't have your work tools with you all the time. Yeah, I was in this morning uh, before I went before I had a shower. And, uh, and my my uh, watch is still on me, and I, I knew that an email came through on my on my on my phone here pinging. So opened my Apple Watch and checked. Oh, that came through. That's an email, and that was it. And yeah. I was checking: is it important that I have to reply to it now or not now? Oh, yeah. it's not important. That's fine. I'll leave it. I'll just go in the shower. No, don't worry about it. And it, yeah. at times I like doing that. I like the ability of being able to just uh, use one of the devices. So I can have a phone in another room charging. And I'm watch beside me. You can even watch that. Oh, that's important. I either go to my laptop or go to my phone, and whichever I'm going to use, and then re- respond. But yeah, depends on the meeting. If it's not nothing major that I can't use a phone for, that's fine. But if it has to be done with laptop, it has to be done with laptop. I'll turn because, it on. And then you're back into work mode. So I just, yeah, I think people just have to manage their time. Yeah. Early, you know, it, it's the same as if if you were actually working in the office when you came home. Would you have worked at nine or ten o'clock at night? You know, obviously yeah. there's a big deadline or something else that's different. But you know, on an, on a day to day, would you be checking your email as every two minutes? Um, you know, sometimes obviously you kind of fall into that trap. Yeah. Um, but I do. I just think um, now, obviously, we've kind of been blessed with the weather the last couple of months to be able to get out and have a walk. But I just think that kind of um, just to turn your brain off for a little bit, even if it's just watching TV or something, yeah. um, to get away from that, that staring at the laptop. <laughs> yeah, and for me, basically, when you're going for a walk, the fact that I can get a ping on, on my on my uh, watch will tell me if an email's coming through or something else. So when I see that ping, I then look and see, I look at the email, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going for a walk now. When I get back, yeah, I'll respond, oh, when I'm on my walk, put it on my phone and maybe do a quick, uh, type in a quick reply and send it off. It depends, but I can do that. Whereas, Years ago, you couldn't do that. You can now. You can you can do a bit of mixed pleasure and work at the same time, which is great. Uh, absolutely. And I would say, um, you know, they were saying, you know, really overused phrase, work-life balance, and, and that's what we all strive for. And I was listening to a podcast recently um, about um, that it's not work-life balance, it's a work-life blend. Yeah. Because you have to, it's, it's, I don't know how people just come home and turn their brain off at half five and never look at anything else again. So it is how you kind of blend that work and life together. That one isn't over dominating the other, but that at least you can kind of, with the tools that we have now, I see a message coming through and I go, okay, that's fine. I know I have to do that tomorrow. Yeah. I don't need to look front it right now, but I know what the story is, you know? Yeah, I just know you were up till uh, early this year. I, I met two old friends for college for lunch on a Wednesday. And whenever I come to lunch, uh, I'd meet them and then I'd bring with me a laptop. And I wonder why. I said, well, just in case I've got to have to, have to do some work because I don't know what's going to happen. So I'd bring that. And now and again, afterwards, you might go for uh, a coffee somewhere in a nearby pub afterwards somewhere else. And I'd have it there just in case. And like, I, if, if my phone or watch pinged by an email, I look at it and go, okay, fine. Sorry, lads. For the next half hour, I've got some work to do. I'll be doing some work. And one of my friends was looking at me uh, Another friend of mine was coming along me and he looked at me and goes, why, have you, why are you doing that? Because, well, I have, I'm getting paid to some work right now. And uh, if I have to do it, I've got to do it. But the fact is, laptop is there just in case I need to do some work. Because I want to be able to go uh, with you guys and, and uh, enjoy myself. And if I'm in an area where there's bad Wi-Fi, I can use my phone as a hotspot so it's yeah. not too bad. But I've got to go do some work as well. And uh, I said, I'm doing that, but I'm also protesting that I've got a social life as well as a work life. I want to be able to manage both, do both. So that black that was with me to make, to tell me that I've got a work life as well and I can't be lazy all the time. I've got to be able to do some work as well. Unfortunately, yes, we have to do some work sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, I don't mind that, but the fact is it's kind of telling me um, this is this is what, what's paying the day-to-day bills is, is uh, some of the clients you're with and have you got to do this? Oh, it's fine, so I'll do that, but and I show my friends this is how I work, what I do, and they look at me and they're going, they're kind of impressed on how we can do uh, from uh, wherever we are remotely, work away and do this. They're going, that's great. I said, oh, it's easy. I, yeah, I think it, it was just this. I, I feel like it was like this this best kept secret that all of a sudden everybody kind of got in on in in March time when people were like, wow, you can actually do this at home as well. Yeah, you, I mean, we've got tablets, we've got laptops, we've yeah. got phones, we've got watches. Um, you know, you can. For my clients, they don't. It doesn't matter where I am. 
I'm able to, to, to talk to them and, and, um, exactly. We have so many devices now. Um, you can kind of, you can manage wherever you were. But for you, I'm thinking of something like WordPress years ago, it didn't exist. Now it does. So when you're updating a website, it's so easy. Anyone can do it. So you can log in and do all that. Whereas years ago, you couldn't do that. It was a web, was a one person in your office was it was it was given the choice of doing that, and you have to give them the text to update. Whereas now you can do it yourself. And for us, uh, being an online publication, I can do it anywhere, which is great. Because yeah. even we were we were talking um, about how opening the office again and getting the guys back in the office, and so we're we're in the Microsoft Azure cloud. So the guys have the developers; they have to remote no matter where they are. They yeah. have to remotely go into um, into the server anyway. So. Whether they're in the office or whether they're they're from home, it doesn't actually doesn't actually matter. Yeah, you know they do it. That's just, that's just the environment that that we live in, and it, it, people have been doing online banking for years. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter unless it's something you know, obviously, kind of retail retail or or hotels or things like that. That's different. It's a physical physical product. But if you're actually if you're in any kind of space that. Um, most of your tools are online now. You know, everybody's using cloud software for their accounting package or yeah. their yeah. online banking or their web stuff or anything like that. Um, I think I have 500 passwords for every single web application that we use. <laughs> yeah. And um, there, in terms of the office, of course, we've got we've got physical desks and chairs, but that's about it in terms of infrastructure in, in our office. Yeah, so you I know? guess you've you fully adapted now to the scenario we're going through. And that's a good thing that it's changed the way you work. But you've, you, and it also in a way, because your cloud base is all positive in one sense. Absolutely. And I do understand, I mean, that for us, um, we, we're not selling, sorry, we're, we're not in retail or we're not in a hotel or something like that. So, so for our business, we haven't seen a massive effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, you know, we don't have a massive negative story. We do have a positive story because, because it, it's worked well for us in terms of remote working, and it's something that we're embracing. Um, obviously, if you're if you're on the kind of front line in terms of shops and things like that, that's a different story. Um, but even even at that, you see a lot of uh, local shops now are all selling online, so they've really had to embrace that too. Yeah, but I'm looking now when someone wants to go about doing this and they're worried about how to do it. I, I can always look at you guys as, as something you can sell. Well, hate your locker, but look at look how they've done it. They yeah, can, you I can. can. Yeah. And straight away, the, I'll tell you the, the first day when um, when things happened, you know, shutdown happened, lockdown happened, and our CEO Adam was actually in Berlin, and I was ready to take our my, our Monday morning call with the whole company, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, what am I going to tell these people? They're all, you know, they don't know what's happening. Pandemic is hit, everybody's shut down. So I rang Adam in kind of a, a bit of a flurry, saying, you know, what are, what are we going to do? What's our what's our um, what's our goal for the week? And um, he's like, okay, look. First thing we need to do is check in with our customers to see how see see how we can help them because they are all they've all been sent home as well. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. So so that's that is in the last three months what we have really, really done is contact so we've tried to really ask our customers, so what's affecting you right now? All your people are at home. Okay, how can we help you with that? Um, we have so many free kind of resources for companies, regardless of if you're a client of ours or not, in terms of social distancing policies, remote working policies, um, how to um, how to reopen your, your office now in terms of the, the social distancing guidelines or the back-to-work protocol. Um, and I think that that's the key for any company's success at the moment is that y- you need to figure out what what you, what your customers need at the moment yeah. to actually give that help and support to people, and that's what our customers needed from us. It wasn't for us to start upselling things to them or yeah. sell new products. It was for us to help them through this. Yeah, the companies basically so, who've told their clients, "We're open for business. We're still here," and yeah. certain products we had before, like for example with Zoom. Now I've got I've got a free account, and you get forty minutes uh, of free usage, and then it stops. But now Zoom suddenly decided. Uh, that limit's gone. Yeah. So you're exactly. getting companies that are doing that, and actually, if they, if they tell their clients, "We're here for you. How can we help you?" And normally, we we'd have limits on certain of our products. You pay more for for the moment, for the future. That's there's going to be no limits anymore. We're going to give you this. We're going to give you that, and you feel more reassured that they're doing that for you, which is great. Yeah, and that that's exactly what we did. We rang people, and we were like, "Okay, they've they've now got a dispersed workforce. Do you need more administrators on the system? We would usually charge for that." we'll give it to you for them, you know, we'll give it to you because you need to be able to manage your yeah. workforce. And ultimately, from our perspective, if if our system isn't working for our customers long-term, you know, 
that's that's a problem for us. Yeah. <laughs> so we have to get it working for people. And you know, so they they have a remote workforce. Okay, maybe would you like to help? Well, we can explain to you how you can do the remote clocking in and out. Or um, one of the things now is uh, they have if people are returning to work, they have to fill out the back to work form. So we've given people a sample of that and how and explain to people how to actually. Um, distribute that remotely to everybody and make sure people have uploaded it so that, that you're ready for that. Um, and I think that's that's the key is is people want, people need hope at the moment, they need help, yeah. they need support and, and that's really what, what, what we've, we've tried to do. And I guess in the long term they're going to remember that. So in, in, a, in a two years time, when we're getting back to a kind of normalist life, whatever that's going to be, then remember during these tough times you were there for them and you, you helped them and they're going to tell their friends well, how did you cope with this? So we cope because HR Locker did everything for us that we needed to get done. They reassured us. They gave yeah. us the extra went extra mile. And normally when you pay, normally things that would cost X amount of, X amount of money, we got free because they realized that, that right now, the last thing on our mind is going to be money because money's tight at the moment. How do we get around this? And you realize that if we give them X for free at the moment, in the long term, they're going to... Uh, when it comes off it's all over and they're going to have to come to, to reuse the X, they'll pay for it then because we know how important it is. But right now it's free. They're going to embrace it. Yeah, and that's it. Like, I, I suppose really what I'd like for Rachel Rocker is that we, we go past being just a transactional model and that we actually go towards being, going towards a relationship model. And that I know we're, we're a cloud platform and a lot of people look at cloud platforms as being kind of faceless things that they just buy. But we want to go past that and actually work with our customers, see how we can help them grow um, and, and see, see what their pains are. I mean, you know, we did lots of small things over the last couple of months that we spoke to a customer and they said, you know, we need to be able to report on how many people are actually isolating at the moment and how many people have COVID-19 um, sickness relations, yeah. related illnesses at the moment. So really quick thing we did, if somebody is, um, if somebody's logging that they're on sick leave, there's a little tick box that says, is this COVID-19 related? Yeah. It was a huge win for us. It was a really small piece of development. It was something that a customer wanted and it worked really well. But we wouldn't have thought of that unless we listened to our customers. And that's that for us is, is has been the key the last couple of yeah, months. Yeah, and to me, basically, customers the key. If they give you something that they want done and one small thing they want to add it on, like that take yourself of a covering from a health issue, if you have that added on, that one small thing can make can be a big thing in the long term for you guys. Yeah, and it's... It was a small thing and that customer was like gosh that's wonderful and we've had loads of customers come back saying that's exactly what we needed because we need to report on people who are actually isolating at the moment and so exactly so the, the key is is that for me the key is that obviously there's there's some things that customers ask for that that are, are beyond our scope but the things that we can actually do and we can deliver and we can help them with that's that is what's going to get us through the next couple of months. And that's what's, what's going to get yeah. those customers it's, through as well. I'm probably surprised yeah. when they open up the software in the morning and see an update with this thing coming in. Oh, they're going to go, wow, why didn't I think that's so obvious that we should have had that. We're getting that now. It's great. Exactly. I mean, that's a lot of the things people people mention. I'm like, oh, that's really smart. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think of putting that in before. <laughs> and the funny thing is when you're sitting there and you're going with thinking of a customer and you don't openly tell them, oh, by the way, one of our clients suggests this. You think yeah. you are boffins in house and follow everything you you could want, and we're doing this all the time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I mean, that's the and you know, really, a lot of the time when we were when we were reaching out to customers, they were actually just happy to to know that they had the support because they didn't know what was going to happen. They still, yeah. you know, they were, you know, they didn't know what was going to happen. They didn't know where they were going to go, how they were going to pay for things. We have. We have a few companies who would be event-based companies, and they were like, really just, I don't know, we've just let everybody go. So I don't know, we don't need an HR system. So with those companies, you know, we've just said, look, we'll pause your account. There's up, you know, when you're ready, we will work with you to get back up and running. Yeah. Uh, and keep in contact. You know, you don't, you know, let's, let's, let's work together when things open up. Um, and I think, as, I think as a business community, um, a lot of companies have, I've, I've seen that goodwill with a lot of companies at the moment is that in that we're all trying to work together to, to get through this really. Yeah, because when I was at the we we do my new puck I'm doing now, I first thought COVID-19 theme and I'm trying to make sure that when I'm doing this, I'm sharing people like yourself good news and how we can get through this together and uh, different sectors are coping in different ways, how are they coping, so I talk about that and make sure that when people hear the podcast, they're hearing, oh, so these guys are doing this way and they're doing that way. 
that's we're sharing. Yeah. If they're doing that, we can do it. Exactly, and that is, is that that I mean, you you see some um, some local produce companies who now they're selling online and they're all or they're all delivering it together. They've actually made a really successful business out of that. Yeah. Whereas previously they would never have sold online or they would never have worked together. And so you know they've they're. As I know we're in this huge negative pandemic and yeah. none of us know what's going to happen. But people, there is some hope. You know, people are embracing it and people are, are embracing the new normal, let's call it that. Um, I would love a new word for that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and, and there will be some positive stories out of this um, that, that people have had to adjust and pivot um, and, and they've created a new space for themselves. Yeah, because the last week I did two interviews with different companies who, who are selling online one actually uh, provided the software used by people like uh, Little and Aldi and Tesco Shop Online, and another one is based in, in Northern Ireland, hoping to open up in Dublin in the next next couple of months, and they deal directly w- w- with the brand, so your local butcher, your local baker shop, and he said yeah. that one of our clients was about twenty miles in the middle of nowhere, but it, it was going to cost us to, to, to live to them, but we did that because we know how else would they get their food where they where they're based, and we we did that and. And so he says, I know that in the long term, they're going to tell their clients, their friends about what we yeah. did for them. And they're going to become our clients because of what we did. So the little extra, extra mile helps. Exactly. And I think that's the, that's the key. Look, we're all people at the end of the day and we're all trying to, to make a living and to, to be successful. And, um, and I think at this stage, that's, that's what we have to focus on yeah. is we're all working remotely. We're all, you know, another hashtag. We're all in this together, kind of thing. We're we're all working together, and and how are we going to? We we have been working remotely for years. We've been talking about it for years. And if there are certain some tips that I can give to somebody to help them do remotely to work remotely, I am delighted yeah. to help them. Likewise, and I think that's key, you know. And I think that when they, if they're coming second wave later in the year. We're prepared for it now because we've actually done remote working. So when it happens again, we're actually going to probably going to be still remote working. And if we're not, we'll easily yeah. get into it because we know what to do. Exactly. It's, it's not something that's just being thrown at us. It's, yeah. it's something that, you know, and I, I will be honest, you know, look, it's hap- I unfortunately can't count it on one hand anymore how many times my six-year-old has walked into a Zoom meeting. Yeah. <laughs> But but people are really understanding because they're yeah. all in the same situation. <laughs> so so um, you know that it's and and that I think um, small tips for people. You've got to get people on board. You've got if you've got family at home, you've got to get people on board. You've got to get your workspace set up. You've got to get um, you know we're here. It's not going away tomorrow. So embrace remote working because it's not going away. Yeah, I remember that guy in a, in the news thing it was earlier yeah. last year, and he kicked him in when he did the interview in the BBC. I'm thinking that and right now you're going to see a lot more of that, and it's going to be reality. Well, but that's life. I mean, <laughs> but people are going to respect that. Oh, you got a family as well. They understand that, and they understand that that's part of life. And uh, and they're going. That's great. You can spend more time with your family. Yeah, and I, I even I would say like look. We've a, I have a busy house at home. I've got soccer practice and hockey practice and swimming practice. And, you know, we've something every single night. And usually I'm racing in the door at six o'clock. Myself and my husband usually swap a child because one child's going somewhere else and the other yeah. child's going, this other child's going somewhere else. And, um, and, you know, people's lives are so busy. Yeah. You know, I just think that some, you know, with lockdown, we've been forced into kind of reevaluate. Well, do we have to be that busy? Yeah. <laughs> Do we actually have to be running around all the time? You know? Yeah, so I think that- your kids are probably looking at, at, at thinking, I'm seeing a lot more of you than I have in the past so many years, and it's great for them. They get to see their parents more. Well, I'm not sure they really benefit. Would they, really, would they have the same opinion? No, but... Yeah. <laughs> but it is, it's, it's, it is nice. And, and that's actually one of the things in the beginning, um, what I try to do straight away, is that I do try to take my lunch break, you know, to take that hour to do something with the kids yeah. because... Other than otherwise, I'm in the office, and you know, I'm like they know the rules; they don't come in and that kind of stuff. But so you do have to also get them on side and say, you know, look, I will give you a full dedicated hour to do yeah. whatever you want, but you've got to give me some time as well. And I guess also when it comes to night time, when you want to have family meal together, it's easier to plan that because you're all going to be in the, in the house together, and you can plan it. And your husband will say, "Yeah, exactly. as working from home, we work at five. They gave us time to, to actually prepare the meal together and as family sit down and chat." 
and we're not going to worry about, oh, sorry, I can't, I have a meeting, I have a late business call, whatever, to deal with. Exactly. That's no longer an issue. No, and that's, like, in terms of, you know, I hate to say benefit, but it has been nice to be able to not rush the kids to eat breakfast, to kick them off to school, you know, to uh, to rush when we're getting home and we've got to quickly, we've got, you know, I've got to call at eight o'clock, so we've got to quickly have dinner, we can't eat together and that kind of thing. So, um, so definitely, I think the benefits of remote working is that you do have that, and I'm going to say work-life blend, is that yeah. you're able to kind of blend that a little bit more and, um, and hopefully be less stressful. You know, we yeah. all live in this huge stress bubble um, and uh, I, I think for me personally, remote working does kind of alleviate some of that stress. You know, for me, I used to have the opportunity where during the week, it was a quiet time of the week. I go to cinema in the afternoon because there'd be no yeah. one there and I could just sit there and enjoy me be, be quietly. But, uh, but also it meant that before I went in, I'd uh, be checking my, my email and that was it. And then for two hours, come out, I'd be nothing but I might bring my, my laptop. So when I come out of the cinema, I find someone nearby, and if they have to need to do work, I could get it done there and then, which is great. But I didn't have the I, I have that stress of having to be in the office somewhere else. And the thing right now, we're going to have this scenario where in the long term, if you want to take a couple of hours out and go for a long walk, I was thinking you can do that without having to, to worry about will they miss me from work and all that. It's great. Yeah, and yeah you have to wonder. I suppose every, every company is different, but you do have to say, you know, okay, Maybe I might be working late every evening, but do I need to be in the office to do that? No. You know, I, exactly. I had a scenario with certain clients, and they say to me, um, you know, writing stuff for them, because I want you to write this, this article or blog for us. Can you do that? I goes, no problem. And say, I'll, I'll get it to you by a certain day. I won't say a time, but what I'll do is at times I could actually be working in it on the eating time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's for me, I'm thinking, okay, I decide what I was in work. You know, I might do an eight hour day, but. That eight-hour day is not going to be uh, uh, normal eight hours. It could be any time, but it's it's done. It could be spread over over the whole day, over the whole yeah. day and evening. I think one of the things we're going to shift away from is that instead of measuring that you've worked an eight-hour day, it's really the productivity that you're measuring. So actually, have you done your job? Yeah. That's ultimately what we're concerned about is that have you done your job? <laughs> yeah, no, so, my, yeah, in my case, yeah. it would be, oh, I don't work when I, I, I work with every job. So I could be have a day where... First four hours, it's kind of quiet. Then it gets busy, and then I've got to do work and I'm working late. But that's fine. I mean, I I I'm used to that. So for other people, it's going to be the exact same thing. They're going to have a scenario where they're going to be used to doing that because they're not traveling to and from work each day. That's they're going to be less stressed, more relaxed, and be able and be able to cope better with it. Yeah, and I I think that that is I think from a learning perspective, companies who were against remote working to begin with, or some kind of you know working from home arrangement, I think that most companies have been really surprised that productivity hasn't gone down. Yeah. Now, it might have been affected the first week, you yeah. know, because people were kind of figuring it out and that kind of stuff. But overall, I mean, if you've been traveling to work an hour and a half to work and an hour and a half back from work, you know, you, you've kind of got that time now to, to be a little bit, um, you can either be logging on to work or even just um, kind of be thinking about things and sitting down, getting on your laptop. And, and companies are seeing a huge benefit, I think, for, yeah. for remote working. And I really do think from... An employee perspective, I don't think it's going to go away. I think once people have gotten used to, but yeah, I'm able to work from home. Yeah. I'm able to do it. And because hey, that they're going and because you guys embrace it from the very start when you're doing your business, yeah, you're easy to, to sell the lifestyle because you've done it, and you can say this. We've done this for years. We're used to this, and you can say, well, we didn't expect a, a pandemic, but we thought the process of remote working was our staff were able to. Uh, do things in their own time, less stress, less pressure. And now we've got a pandemic, we're now able to impart that knowledge onto our clients and everyone else. Exactly. And I think that was the key for us. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, look, um, you know, we've just learned how to do this. Is that we could actually, we held a couple of webinars. I was like, this is how I do it. This is yeah. how I've been managing my remote working team. And these are the things that I've learned. So you can learn from my mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> but these are the things that I have learned. Um, and to kind of impart that knowledge and, and see what people, you know, and I think the key with any kind of best practice is that I might say what works for me and you need to adapt it then to your own company and yeah. your own situation and things like that. Because it might, you know, it's 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 not a one size fits, fits all. Um, so I can say what worked for me. I mean, the, the daily calls really work for us. And then we do one, um, one big call on a Monday. And that really works for me to kind of check in with people yeah. and see how, see how they're getting on. Um, 
uh, that you know other companies may have different different ways to do it. Um, and I, I think actually um, I was listening to a podcast recently, and one of their key things with remote working was that even when people were in the office, everybody dialed into Zoom or Teams to yeah. have the meeting, so that even if there were four people in the office together the two people at home didn't feel left out because everybody was dialing in. So you didn't have that kind of side chat going yeah. on with you, you know, so you have to adapt to it. Yeah. And I guess also, it means if you're remote working, you don't have to go up in front of the people and, and, and prepare notes or everything else. You can just talk about it, which is easy for them, less stress. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. I mean, now I, I would definitely say, um, you know, I would work on marketing and HR locker. And so I would, I would be, it, it, we do, Things, we do a lot of things very collaboratively, yeah. and so we had to just adapt. We just do them on teams, and we, you know, we're we're very used to seeing each other at this stage with yeah. our no makeup and hair barely brushed. <laughs> um, so, yeah. so we work very collaboratively together, and we're still able to work collaboratively collaboratively together, even though we're not sitting side by side. Yeah, and I can see also uh, apps like Slack are going to be exactly. a lot more now, which is great. Yeah, and that's I mean, gosh, we're in constant communication with each other, and that's. And I really, and I can't emphasize this enough, I think that's the key to remote working, is that you do need to be in constant communication. Yeah. You can't just check in with somebody once a month to see are they okay. Uh, you, know, so yeah. at, you know, so that's, I think that's, to impart any kind of knowledge on somebody, that would be that would be the key for me in terms of remote yeah. working. And for me also, I'm thinking of app type Slack means that uh, you can talk to somebody, if you're talking with your client, your work colleagues via email, that's going to get yeah. lost in the noise. Well, something like Slack or apps like that, you you get a contact on your phone beating up telling you, oh, by the way, this 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 is important. You can chat with it, with, with people there and then, and don't to worry about getting lost in the emails noise. And that's I, and I would really say that that in terms of emails, I I would see that they're that they're work. You know, I've got to go through them and I've got to read yeah. them, and that's something I need to actually spend time responding to. If somebody sends me a quick message, so we use Teams, um, and somebody sends me a quick message. It could be something that they just need a real quick answer for something, yeah. or just need to, you know they they need help on that five minute help real quickly, and that that kind of communication. So I, I would you do need to have an internal communication system other than email. Yeah, that works because that instant chat message is is just a nice way to um, to I suppose if you were in an office you'd run down and knock on somebody's door and ask them a quick question. Yeah, because no one else news we have a scenario that we we use internal communications. Other than the emails are used now and again, if we're like asked who wants to go and cover a certain conference, that'll be emailed generally. But because we'll forward an email, normally stuff like normal stuff, day to day stuff, we we don't we do it internally, and it it, it works better that way because yeah. where it's not getting lost in the noise. And also, if you're not always in near near basically your computer or anything else, you're going to be near your phone. I think it's it's easier. Yeah, and you're able to just exactly and just just chat away and that kind of thing. So, and I think. Yeah, it doesn't. It, I, I find with email sometimes it gets really formal. Yeah. Five other people are copied in and it becomes like a big thing. Whereas if you're just sending somebody a quick message, it's something that you can sort out yourself real quickly, and and it's, it's just a, it's an yeah, it's just a, a nice easy way to go about it. Yeah, and if it's a yes or no answer, why you send that in an email? Yeah, pretty much. Just send a I thumbs have, up. I have a friend um, who uh, what he does is any email that he's cc'd on, yeah, he just puts it to junk. Yeah. So he's like, unless it's directly to me, I don't care. <laughs> or you, or you, what you used to do is just send him a thumbs up and emoji. <laughs> you can see a lot more of emojis when you there. I think there'll be a lot new ones now done for remote working emojis. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that'll be the next wave. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, I, I would say, yeah, some kind of internal communication is 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 key. It's important. Yeah, because I, I found that I, that when the first first uh, were introduced a few years ago, I thought great to have because the office over and we can communicate but now I'm looking back now but if you're working remotely it's more important than ever now to have these absolutely and I, I really do think so is that um, you don't if somebody's working from home and they have a problem you don't want to find out about it three days later yeah. especially if it's a yes or no kind of a thing you need to be able to have that open line of communication to say I've looked at this can you help me with this for a minute? And you're like, oh, absolutely, no problem. Here's a quick link on how to do it. Fantastic. You've actually just solved their problem in two minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's like years ago when uh, people you had to, used to have landlines. Now you got mobile phones. Mm. You can always contact you, which one way is great. And 20 years ago, 
where I live right now, I haven't got a, I haven't got a landline. I've got basically a phone system with my with my broadband connection, but I never used it because I don't need to because I've got my, a mobile phone. So you now got the scenario where you can be like these systems, you can be contacted day and night, which is which is which is good. So like these internal communication systems, you're always in contact. Yeah, exactly, and that and and you don't ever let a problem get too big, and that's that's what I suppose what we try to focus on is that. Of course, you know, we, we do have a social channel on it as well. People yeah. want to post a podcast they listen to or yeah. a new news article or something like that. We have that as well. Um, but um, a lot of the time what I like to do is, even if it's something like I would be working with the testers on doing some new releases, I don't really need to be involved in the day-to-day discussion of it, but I'd like to have an overview of it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm in that conversation. But I, I know it's not something that I need to be looking at constantly yeah. because I just need to an eye on it and they might kind of at me if they need to ask me a question um because if it wasn't an email thread i'd have to read through all of it all the time yeah <laughs> whereas this way they'll just notify me if i'm if i need to pay attention to it yeah, um if you get an um, email that sits you to everyone in the company and everyone's exactly. re- actually responds to it you're going to get so many emails coming back you don't need that no and and i mean my email is busy i don't know about you but you know, when I woke up my email in the morning, I have so much stuff I'm looking at. You know, so to actually cut through all that noise, I think, uh, yeah. yeah, you need to have another another platform. Yeah, for me, <laughs> I mean, it's, there's so many options now. Yeah, you know? yeah. For me, basically, uh, I go through days where in the morning I wake up and it's very, very quiet, and other days I wake up and it's very, very busy, and that happens. And I think when you get one of those busy days and you're trying to deal with internal uh, stuff from work. It's harder to do that when you deal with external work as well. Exactly, exactly, and that's and and you know, like I said before, you don't want a problem to escalate. So if somebody's emailed me something and I don't look at it for five or six hours because I'm I'm off on this other tangent of another yeah. email, you know, now they've got a big problem. Yeah, you don't want to. Uh, go, you're yeah. thinking, I don't want to go nuclear. I want it to be stopped up before that happens. Exactly, exactly, and and like we we used to use Slack. Now we use Teams. There are so many. There's there's so many options there yeah. for people. It's not you know in terms of expense wise, it's, it's it's not a. I don't think it's a barrier for people. No, it shouldn't be because because you're remote working, there's less overheads. Exactly. And, and then you you can afford to spend a bit more on this technology if it means that your staff can do the job properly. Yeah, and I think as well when you're remote working, so obviously people are doing that at the moment. You need to decide what kind of avenue you're going to go down. So we we have all company laptops and company phones, and that's what we issue to people. There are some companies who are doing great things with with um, technology at the moment that you can download something on your laptop and it kind of it parses off for half the laptops. So now you know it, it makes it secure for your yeah. for your environment, things like that. So um, there is a little bit of thought involved in what you need to do to enable a remote workforce. Um, but there's there's so much there's so much material available now um, to, yeah. to be able to. Now to get off topic, UBC did a charge initiative around COVID nineteen. <laughs> Tell me a bit more about that. Yeah, so one of the things we really looked at was we have a number of um, customers who are charities with yeah. us. And um, so, like I said before, as we, when this whole thing happened, we started to bring customers, um, find out what their pain points was, how we could help them. Um, and a lot of the chats we were having with the, the charity customers was just how inundated they were, how busy they were. Um, with, uh, you know, even just um, from domestic abuse to homeless charities to kind of every spectrum, just how much, how inundated they were with requests. And um, so one of the things that we we, we, we did was we, we um, partnered with ISME and Business All-Stars and we looked at doing um, kind of a, a, a give back campaign in regards to that if one of their members signed up for HR locker license that we would donate 100 euros to charity. So our charities here in Ireland are Focus Ireland, the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre, and Alone. So for anybody who signs up from those two um, organisations, we would we will donate 100 euros to charity ourselves. And then we're also doing um, something similar in the UK, and we're doing that with um, with Red Thread as well. Um, and really, I suppose because as a tech company right now, we are you know we're we're doing we're doing okay. Our company's doing well at the moment, and we wanted to be able to look at, well, how can we help other people at this thing? was really the focus that we were doing it. And, you know, that's, again, and I suppose I'm kind of harping on about it a lot, so I do apologize, is that, that, that the main thing we wanted to do right now is, how can we help people? We're in a good situation. 
we know how to do remote working. We're able to support remote workforce. How can we help you? The charity initiative, obviously a huge one for us personally, so we can help support those, those charities ourselves. And then even if small companies were really struggling at the moment, we have so many free resources on, on yeah. our website in regards to how to do remote working, how to do social distancing, um, loads of webinars on how to do it. And um, so if, if there are help to people, that's great for us. Well, Crystal, thanks for this great enlightening chat. And it's good to see that remote working has is, is, is got pauses for it. And uh, it's going to be here for the, for the long term. And I know that you guys, HR Lock, are going to, are going to be one of the uh, guides at the forefront of this and promoting it big time. And good luck with that. Thank you. It was really great talking to you. Yeah. And uh, have, a, have, a, have, a, have a great day and uh, have fun and uh, be good. You too. Take thanks. care. Thanks. Bye.